Good morning and welcome to Mobile Forum's podcast on the Internet of Things. I'm Elina Matila and I'm the Executive Director at Mobile Forum. For those listeners who are not familiar with MOBE, we are a global not-for-profit industry association empowering banks and other financial institutions to shape the future of digital financial services. In this podcast, we will define IoT and explain what we mean by things. We will discuss how banks can leverage IoT, the challenges in doing so, and look at practical examples of IoT. The analysis in this podcast is based on discussions in Mobile Forum's IoT expert group over the past year. Uh, we have also recently published a report covering these points, and the report is free to download from the Mobile Forum website. If you're interested in being a part of these discussions, please get in touch with us at Mobile Forum. So I will now hand over to Dave Birch from Consult Hyperion, who wrote the executive summary for the report. Dave will act as the moderator in this podcast. Welcome, Dave. Thank you very much, Alina, and thank you very much for inviting me here today. The report, I think, makes a useful contribution to the discussions in this field, and I hope will help actually a variety of people, including the banks, but also mobile operators and other service providers, to talk about things within a framework which both takes the service concepts forward allows people to plan and, and come up with new products and services in that space but also helps us to think about how exactly financial services can contribute to the evolution of the space in a, in a very positive way so a, a very welcome report and i was flattered to be asked to write the executive summary for it i, I won't say what's in that executive summary because i hope we're going to discuss all of those issues this morning and to do that, we've asked a couple of guests here with us. Uh, the first is my old friend Veronica Lange, the Chief Digital Office at UBS, and also one of my newest friends, Sasha Skurgit, who is Group Retail Strategy Cards and Payments at Erster Bank. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Now, just to get things started, I, I just wonder if you could explain what your interest in IoT uh, and the group is. Just, just to help listeners understand why it is that big banks like yours are taking the IoT space seriously. So, uh, Veronica, first, what is, what is your role? Well, we've seen a number of news in the past years popping up, right? We've, we read about Gartner Research saying that we're going to have 20 billion connected devices uh, globally by 2020. <laughs> and then we hear about exciting news cases, use cases about cars paying themselves. We hear about smart homes and about logistics merging with banking. So there's been a lot of buzz and interesting snippets. So we wanted to understand much better what is for a bank really interesting in this space and uh, find out where there's the potential in the merging of industries where financial players are much more collaborating with other platforms and industries going forward um, what was really in there so it's a it's a pretty serious topic within the bank then veronica I think we're still early on, right? Um, and when we asked our members what they felt about it, um, it showed that the true potential of IoT really still remains unclear. Some use cases are much more known, like the use of wearables for payment. Uh, and there's an idea about connected homes or cars going forward to pay for themselves. 
But there's much more in it, and I think the report really hints to that. Yeah. Sasha, what is Erste's perspective on this? To be as a bank, as a financial institution provider, we don't want to be just uh, enablers. We want to play really active role. So any any points which are coming close to customer experience are very important for us. And uh, as Internet of Things is one of the most popular phrases in the tech industry at the moment, which also is somehow connected to financial, because today financial industry very much depends on the technology. We uh, see this as quite important for us in Erste, but I think this is not just limited to Erste. I think this is um, also more and more important for other financial institutions as well. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure that's true. I agree with Sasha. Technology has really become an enabler for growth for banks. And uh, as we've seen with cloud computing, with the ability to really do analytics on masses of data nowadays, there's a big potential that wasn't there five or ten years ago to really consume data that comes from IoT devices, that comes from things, and make it useful for the financial services industry. So things have changed, and I think the moment is ripe now to really think about use cases. Right. So let's just put down some markers before we start exploring some of those use cases. So let's talk for a moment, Sasha, about I mean, I know people are tired of hearing about this over and over again. What exactly do we mean by Internet of Things in this context? Basically, IoT, it's nothing new. I mean, we could see that there are such models, the connection device to device, even from the early 80s. But through the time, it's really evolved thanks to technology. And we found out actually quite a lot of other uh, models and uh, other opportunities which could come as a result of uh, IT. Some of them are not just limited to the customers, but it also could be like for internal processes in financial industry in, in our case. And those improvements can again lead to better efficiency and end-to-end uh, -end process and the end -to -end on our side in order to deliver better service for the customer. So this is something what I can say about uh, IoT in the general. What is IoT? But, but something has changed, hasn't it, Veronica? So, so yes, connected devices have been around for a long time, but we're now moving into an environment where everything is connected, where everything becomes software in a way, not, not just cars and, you know, the usual things that we're talking about, but everything. And that must mean a big change because the amounts of data and, and making sense of that data, that doesn't sound like something that's easy to do. That's something that requires serious institutional commitment, doesn't it? Absolutely. I think that the true novelty is that now all of these things, they can sense like humans. So they can smell, they can hear, they can perceive their environment, and, and they can also actuate. So they can initiate actions. They can initiate not only payments, they can initiate commands, they can initiate uh, robotic workflows and others. So we are have the complexity of on the one hand, needing to understand where do we want to host all that data? It, does it stay on the device or does it come to a central database? 
uh, how do we then process it and who actually owns it. So that's a big topic I think that we uh, need to all get our heads around. And then there's the question about security. How do you prevent attacks when everybody's using devices? Our employees walk around with smart uh, Internet of Things connected devices on our premises every single day. So do visitors. And we need to understand how we uh, keep ourselves and the clients safe, but also how we can process the data that comes from all of these things in a secure way. So it seems to me at a very high level then from listening to the discussions, reading the report, broadly speaking, there are three challenges for financial institutions, which you guys have highlighted. So one is dealing with the tidal wave of data, going from a situation where the bank knows what I'm doing when I put my card in a terminal or where I log in to check my balance or do something to a situation where the bank interacts with me all the time. Not just the volume, making sense out of that data seems to me to be an incredible challenge. The second point is the security of it, which actually, I think anyway, and I, I said this in the summary, might be underplayed. Actually, one of the key roles of banks could be managing the security because banks do understand about how to you know, distribute keys and encrypt things and, and, and store things safely. But the third one, which is a softer issue, is banks understand about how to play in an ecosystem. Banks understand about, you know, SWIFT and Visa and MasterCard and ACHs and all that sort of thing. But as a consumer, it would seem to me that having regulated industries manage my personal data, sensitive personal data, that, that's a big positive, isn't it? I mean, can't banks turn this into the basis of a new business? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, uh, I, I see this as a really a process and uh, as a journey. So I think that we need to take our customers together on that on that journey. Yes, there are more and more concerns about data, data collection. You know, uh, GDPR is also here to protect customers in that respect. And uh, it seems to me that uh, customers start to be more aware about uh, the data, particularly uh, transaction data. And when we already mentioned, uh, we realized that uh, in IoT, everything is about the data. So we are already uh, collecting uh, as a bank uh, uh, some data. The question is how we monetize those data. Uh, what's the way, you know, to provide better product, better service to our customers? In IoT system, we could have even more data. And actually, we are going to have more data about it. And uh, we somehow are facing with real big challenge what we are going to do our, with those data. Uh, do our customers really expect better offers, better service, or they are feeling not so much comfortable about uh, using uh, data uh, out of their, for example, transaction or the usage or the place where they are uh, going? In that respect, we are taking benchmark like with some the best use cases in IoT, maybe it's like Amazon. Amazon is really uh, far away ahead of, of other uh, players. And we could see they are having really great uh, NPS on so net performance scores uh, rated by their customers. And those are the companies where we would like also to benchmark uh, ourselves. So not just with traditional banks, but also with uh, other players. And those other players are actually uh, making their business and their business model is uh, based on the data. 
So I think that, uh, as I said, it's a really a journey. And we realized that uh, in our close touch with the customers, especially those ones who are very active in usage uh, and engage in the relationship with us as a bank, they are ready to get better offer and they are ready to provide those data, you know, access to those data, uh, getting something better from the banks. Because if we are not going to do, some others will do. The challenge for us as, uh, as a bank would be data monetization and uh, finding relevant offer and relevant services for our customers. Well, let's talk about some specific examples then, to, uh, just, just to illustrate, I think, how financial institutions are already taking some first steps in this space. So I don't know what, what, what examples you would like to use. One, one of the examples I find very interesting is uh, John Hancock in the US, one of the largest North American life insurers. And they've decided to stop selling traditional life insurance. They only sell now what they call interactive insurance policies, which, which basically mean the, the, the policy holder has to wear a, a fitness tracker or carry a smartphone in order to constantly track their activity and their health. And, you know, actually half of their customers were already on one of these schemes even before they made it mandatory. Now, that kind of example seems to me to be an example where the financial institution and the customer have a shared goal, right? The life insurance company wants to keep you alive as long as possible, and you want to stay alive as long as possible as well. But you have to say there is, uh, you know, some people might sort of think this kind of thing is a little bit big brotherish. So can you, can you share some examples with us that would show customers some of the benefits of becoming involved in this ecosystem? So where we started our journey with our customers is really trying to identify some of the biggest pain points for them and of course for us, uh, and how we could maybe use IoT technology to improve customer experience. Linking our pain points with, uh, for example, the retail industry, where actually also in big uh, shop markets, uh, you have, you know, queuing as a, as a problem in driving customer experience. This is something what we also took as an example to improve customer experience in the branch. So instead of a standard ticketing machine for queuing in the branch, we implemented a service where you can register yourself for a particular transaction in the in the bank without being in the branch so you could use your smartphone but the benefit is that uh, based on your geolocation you could very easily see how much time for example you need to take by walk or by car to that particular branch what is the approximate queuing time and that moment and how fast or how close you are you know to close that uh, transaction in the branch and we, we realized that clients are ready to share, you know, geolocation with us because it's bringing them really concrete the benefit. And that's the journey what we are talking about and we, when we say about the, the data, you know, sensitivity of data. If customers would recognize that uh, it's bringing them benefit, they are going to be, based on our opinion, uh, okay in sharing data and providing those data to us as a bank in order to get better service or customer's product or customer's offer. I think that's a fantastic example that illustrates just how wide the spectrum of possibilities here is here. I mean, it's just, it's just incredible. 
But that makes me think, Veronica, there's a back office challenge in order to take advantage because, because this spectrum is so wide. So what do banks need to do to start planning for this future? What do they need to do it back in the office? You're very right. The spectrum really goes from uh, client experience, front-end facing applications as driven by voice devices over to um, the products themselves, credit or risk assessments that would be informed by the use of machines. Also, you shouldn't forget that there's a vast pool of data from IoT devices that we can use for um, uh, understanding how active industries or machines or, or companies are. All of that gives us much more insights that we can consume for better analytics on our investment products. And then there's the back office, and, and that's an often overlooked area, as you point out, because uh, we are also enormous companies. There's lots of people working with office spaces, with a lot of tech and IT that we are managing. And it starts with the very simple bits of lightning and energy consumptions in our offices, where we have efficiency potential that we can leverage. But it goes much beyond that. And I think what is very important, and that's also the route that we've been taking, is to start experimenting and to building initial use cases to understand how to handle and how to overcome security issues, how to store and manage the data, um, and have conversations with the other partners in the ecosystems that you want to connect to, especially also on the supplier side. Is it possible to have a plan now? I mean, if, if I mean, I'm sure you are advising the bank on what to do about this, but I mean, for both of you, really, what is the immediate plan? I mean, what, what should banks be doing next Monday morning? One of the things that we've started with is actually working with our internal teams and looking at our policies. Um, are we actually managing our devices properly? Are we securing our internal operations appropriately and checking that I think is a good starting point to really understand how many IoT devices do you already have in operations? Well yes uh, I would fully agree with everything what Veronica said I mean today in particularly in this IoT ecosystem as we said everything it's about technology and for this technology part we really need to bring on the same level of understanding different type of stakeholders in the bank in financial industry and i think this this could be a really big challenge for any particular bank because we are still somehow in the core bankers so uh, iot it's coming in some different directions so i think we need to bring those stakeholders on the common ground and from my point of view having colleagues from corporate and particularly from operations and it on the same page is more than than critical IoT could be also uh, be used to improve internal processes because uh, improving internal processes could lead maybe to some new value proposition. And uh, we need to step out from basic value proposition what we are providing today. We need to bring something uh, on the top. We need to make customers excited about their relationship with the bank because if you ask them, they are not so much excited about, about that. And this is something what we would like really to change. IoT is one of the, uh, the bets where we would like to put uh, more focus in, in the future. And we started that journey with uh, small steps 
trying to understand how customers react to new technology, trying to understand and monitor uh, how do they use biometrics in you, uh, how much they are open, you know, to share some kind of those sensitive data. Because just an example, we had even a challenge a few years ago to bring them from contact to contactless payments. This was very big challenge for our customers as well and for us because they didn't have trust in these contactless payments. Sorry. But now we think that it's much better. And all this technology around us and other enablers, this payment ecosystem are actually helping us to be better. So I think all those supporting functions are really more than important uh, in developing a new ecosystem. That sounds like quite an educational role there. It is. The first things that we've uh, started and that I would recommend is that you really need to educate internally and that starts with very senior management to understand the strategic relevance of IoT but also across all of the other business partners. This affects compliance functions, security functions, IT functions but also very much the business because it changes the way how we can operate and construct our products and it can change the way how we interact with our clients. So it's a task of education across the board. And we're taking that very seriously and being part of the Mobi Forum and the IoT Workgroup is actually helping a lot to understand opportunities and to have an active exchange that you can then take back into your business and inform your stakeholders and then work off what opportunities may be and, and start small and get practice in implementing first use cases and do that very closely uh, with your clients and uh, testing what works and what they work positively on and, and uh, what adds value. That's a very practical series of steps, Veronica. And we're running out of time now, so I've got to say thank you very much, guys. I really appreciate you taking us through that. And I hope people who are listening picked up some of the scope and scale of the opportunities for financial institutions in this space. And I hope you'll download the Mobi report and get involved in the ecosystem. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you for having us. Thank you, Dave, for facilitating this intriguing discussion. And thank you, Veronica and Sasha, for sharing your insights and summarizing some of the key points in the recent Mobi Forum IoT expert group report that you shared. So thank you to all the listeners. Uh, if you're interested in this topic, like Dave said, please download the report from our website. And if you want to be a part of these types of discussions, please get in touch with us at Mobe and we'll be happy to tell you more. Thank you very much.